What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Patriots Talk with Laura and Ben on this uh, fine Friday, the Friday before Thanksgiving. And also, we ha- we're we going to talk about today's, this week's Patriots game as the Patriots this week will take on the Houston Texans. So, Ben, how's it going? Hi, Laura. How's it going? Going well. So, uh... It's been a busy Friday with like baseball rumors. Arnado might be a Dodger, so you want to keep an eye out on that for those who love baseball and love the Dodgers. So keep an eye out on Hot Stove. What were you saying? Tonight's the NBA Friday. Are you saying NBA too? Yeah, NBA free agency is going on right now. Yeah, it is. So you better keep an eye out on that. But our focus is Patriots right now. So I hope your Celtics get a good player. I mean, they might move on from Hayward so so that they can move Bell around Tatum. And then the Red Sox, I think, need a second baseman. Yep. We'll have to see what happens here. But obviously looking forward to the uh, Patriots and uh, Texans on Sunday. Should be a should be a game that I think is going to be fun, but I think Romeo Cornell knows the Patriots scheme, so it could be a relatively close game. But I still think the Patriots are going to win big. So last week the Patriots beat the Ravens. Yeah. On a... Go ahead. What are you saying, Ben? No, I was saying, saying is that Sorry last that. week the Patriots beat the Ravens in a big way. And they look to continue their winning ways down in Houston. Yeah, um, ever since uh, that Jets win, um, I thought that, you know, we had to kind of see if they can make a statement. And uh, they certainly did against a a really good Ravens team. But uh, they had to uh, keep it rolling. Um, You know, this is a – even though the Texans are 2-7, and they have a very – still a very good diamondback in the league and uh, Deshaun Watson, and I think personally for me, I think Deshaun's a lot more advanced than Lamar Billy. Um, I know he has a lot of better weapons on him with guys like Fuller and Cobb and Cooks, but the one guy I look out for that's not there anymore that had a good connection with him, who we're going to see next week for the Cardinals, is DeAndre Hopkins, and um and DeAndre is always a, a problem matchup for the Texans when they face the Patriots. But um, we'll, we'll have to see how this game goes. Um, you know, Romeo Cornell, lots of, uh, you know, former um, Patriots, you know, him and, and Cooks and a bunch of guys kind of connected with the Patriot family. So um, this should be really uh, – like you said, I can, we can do our, kind of our predictions at the end. But I do think the Patriots will pull this game out uh, closely to the end. Um, and I just think that the running game for the Texans is very, um, you know, iffy outside of Deshaun. Long legs. Um, so I think this bodes well for our Patriots defense had pretty got pretty strong showing against a, um, a good Raven running, uh, ball, uh, club. Yeah. They stopped the Ravens, uh, scoring streak with running the football and, that defense has been a lot better in these past few games. So now, with that being said, let's talk about the AFC East standing. So we got the the Bills still in first place with a seven and three record. The Miami Dolphins are six and three, and then the Patriots are four and five, 
And then, of course, obviously, you all know by now, the Jets are 0-9. So, the Miami Dolphins look like they're still a surprise after they beat the Chargers last week. And then the Bills lost to a Hale Murray last week against the Cardinals. And then the Patriots are just looking to get back to 500. Right. So, there, there's a lot of moving pieces right now. Um, you know, I think the Patriots are kind of in that part where they're they're four and five. If if they get to five and five, now it's like okay, they're finally kind of back at five hundred. Um, you know, they're on a three game winning streak. Um, you know, getting lots of momentum going back home against a really good Cardinals team. And then uh, you're talking about the Dolphins. I mean, Tua and, and Brian Flores, like we've been talking about, uh, they continue to gain steam with their chemistry, and um, that's definitely a uh, a duo that's going to be lasting, I think, for a long time there. Um, and then the Bills, of course, they, they, you know, they lost on a Hail Murray, which, of course, was crazy. Um, but they're still a really good team, a really good, um, you know, under a really good coach and a quarterback that's really blossoming um, to, to definitely upgrade him in definitely different areas of his game. They, um, you know, of course, they're really upset. You know, they're on bye this week, the Bills are. So if you're the Patriots, um, you know, if, if somehow the Dolphins – and the Dolphins keep picking up steam, though, you know, the Bills better kind of watch out because, you know, it's been sooner than later, they're going to be right up there potentially to take that number one spot. So if you're looking on paper, um, you know, there could be a lot of musical chairs kind of within the next couple of weeks depending on how things go. What were you saying again? I couldn't hear you. Lot, just lots of uh, moving pieces uh, along with a bunch of teams in the uh, in that division. You know, the the Dolphins are really having a good chemistry between Flores and Tua. The Patriots uh, potentially can go back to five hundred, and then the Bills, of course, have buy have a buy this weekend. So of course they're going to get rested up before their second part of their uh, their schedule. I, I mean, I still think the Bills are going to win this division, but I really think that if you look at their schedule, I th- obviously if the Dolphins beat the Jets, that's going to be a two-way tie for first place in the AFC West. But also, I want to point out here, I still think the Jets are going to – I think the Jets are going to lose the rest of their games. There's no way they're winning a game this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I've told you that they're going to probably win one. Uh, now I'm kind of more in the cups of you. Where, you know, I think they're – I think they're really doing what they can to, you know, lose any games that they have left. Um, you know, would it shock me if, you know, one of the teams maybe at the end of the season, um, you know, might rest some of their players and might give the Jets an edge. But, I mean, the Jets don't have uh, – Brian Poole, pretty much their best defensive player. And then they're really kind of relying, you know, on Joe Flacco and, and Donald to kind of figure out who's starting each week. Um, and, of course, Case is still there. And he, of course, hasn't been great calling plays for for a long time. So they, of course, need to go yet, yet younger. Um, and I think they're trying to, as of right now, trying to get and load up for picks uh, for years to come. So I wouldn't, I definitely want to rule out the, uh, the goose egg for the Jets this year for wins. Yeah, and also other news to talk about here is that uh, Drew Brees just got placed on the injured injured reserve. So, Taysom Hill will get to start against the Falcons. So, do you think that the Saints are going to win a lot of football games with Taysom Hill under center? 
I think Taysom fit. Um, I'll just start. Uh, he he, of course, is very uh, flexible and multiple of what he kind of does with the team. And um, I know that the Saints they have the Falcons and then they have the Broncos. And I'm not sure the other team that they got after that. So, but so they should have, you know, they should be able to win a bunch of these games coming up uh, without Breeze in there. Um, of course, you remember Breeze, you know, was out for majority of the season. I think a year or two ago with that injury and uh, Teddy Bridgewater, of course, uh, that's why Teddy Bridgewater got paid quite a bit because he really did a great job. Um, I'm taking over for him as a backup over in new Orleans. And of course now he's over in Carolina. So um, the saints just keep on going in terms of whether they have, they have drew in or not. Um, they, you know, of course they still have Sean Payne, a really good coach and they have Kamara and Thomas and a bunch of guys around, the quarterback position that could help the, the man succeed. So um, I really trust that they'll get the job done. Yeah, I think they're going to get the job done. That's for sure. So anyways, with that being said, uh, let's also talk about, I think the Saints will get the job done without Drew Brees, which I think that's going to happen. But also, uh, if you look at it, let's also recap Thursday Night Football from yesterday. So it, it came down to the wire. It was a great football game between the Cardinals and the Seahawks. But the better team won. The Seattle Seahawks won yesterday. Yeah, I know you picked uh, you picked Arizona and I picked Seattle. Um, I I kind of told uh, you in terms of Seattle, I just thought that, you know, Russ, you know, there was a couple of that kind of that stretch there where you kind of had some tough games. But if it just limits the turnovers, um, now you're kind of starting to see the defense of Seattle really starting to uh, hit home a little bit, you know. That game against Buffalo, they had a really bad game in terms of their coverage, but they had seven sacks, six or seven sacks. Think about it that way. And then the second half against the Rams, their offense, I think, has a bunch of guys that they could work around with Jared Goff. And that second half, they they really was limited to the amount of production that they had. So I think that if their defense can kind of get themselves going, uh, this Cardinals offense is uh, really hard to uh, keep in control. And, um, they, they did a decent job. Now, to be fair, Kyler had an AC joint sprain um, that apparently he won't miss time for, but um, ever since he kind of went down, uh, he really battled it out. Um, but, of course, he there were some times that he kind of didn't throw it as effectively as normal with him. But um, regardless of that, though, you got to give credit to that sale defense for making that stop at the end. And uh, one of the newcomers, Carlos Dunlap, is really starting to make a big impact, especially in their pass rush game. So a uh, good one for Seattle, except especially after um, kind of slipping the last couple of games and uh, expect them to definitely be a hard out come postseason time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Cardinals are looking like they're going to be a playoff team. That's for sure. But also I think Seattle's going to win the NFC, uh, the NFC West, in my opinion, but also other news to talk about is that miles Garrett just placed on the COVID list. He won't play against the Eagles. And Drew Locke, even though he's questionable with a rib injury, he should be good to go. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't know about the Locke injury, but because, uh, because I knew he was kind of in question throughout the week. So if he, if he's in there, I mean, that gives Denver still a shot. I know he's been kind of struggling with turnovers the last couple of weeks, but um, you know, quarterback for their future, whether the Bronco fans like it or not, because I know there's been a lot of people in Bronco country that have been criticizing his play. But uh, with that being said, um, you know, the Dolphins, of course, have a really good defense that's coming up. And 
I expect uh, you know them to force Locke to turn the ball over again. No, it's okay. Maurice? You know, I was saying something about Drew Locke potentially being good to go on Sunday. Right, yeah. So, in terms of the answer, I, I didn't know about it. Um, but, of course, now, because you told me, um, of course, I think that helps out the Broncos with their quarterback play. Um, I know that he's been kind of struggling the last couple of weeks, but um, he definitely is their quarterback that gives them the best chance to be successful. Um, so, we're going to have to see how that goes. Um, but uh, in terms of Miles Garrett going to the COVID list, uh, we've seen a bunch of kind of uh, a lot of good players that have gone on the list, unfortunately. But like, you know, we've kind of seen through the NFL, you know, I know they, they intensified their protocols last week. And, you know, everywhere now, the players, coaches, team personnel, staff, you know, they're really digging deep to making sure that they can avoid outbreaks. As I was covering that article this past week was that's what the NFL is trying to do. And, you know, some guys are going to be, I know like a guy like Andy Dalton, for instance, who just came back from COVID, he said it really hit him hard. Um, this is not even a guy that is in the NFL, but a guy like Freddie Freeman from baseball. He got plays in COVID and it really hit hard. And then some other guys, um, you know, got it. And, of course, they didn't really have a lot of symptoms. Even Cam Newton uh, said, I think a couple of days ago or two, after COVID, his play got a lot more stagnant. So, um, you know, it definitely hits guys hard. Um, and I know that Miles Garrett had a really good season this year. Um, he was one of the top guys in top three or two in sacks. So uh, we'll have to see how his play uh, is when he gets back from uh, COVID list. But I do think he'll kind of pick up where he started because he's done really well for that Cleveland defense. Absolutely. So with that being said, also another injury to talk about here is that Matthew Stafford has a right thumb injury. He's questionable first the Panthers, but Teddy Bridgewater is unlikely to start. Okay, that's good. Uh, Stafford, of course, is um, their, their guy. And uh, the Lions are actually the same now as the Patriots, uh, as a matter of fact. So kind of, you know, kind of a long shot, I guess you could say. Um, but, you know, they're one of those teams that kind of, you know, if they can kind of get their, I'd just say their identity and kind of get some help out, say, from around the league, because I think the Patriots have a better chance to kind of get into one of those seventh or eighth spots than the uh, NFC, because the NFC is a lot more loaded with teams, you know, in front of them. But, um, you know, well, we could see maybe maybe the Lions might get like a seven and nine type of record, but I know that Stafford is going to get them all that they can each week. And um, he's been battling a bunch of, you know, whether it's been on COVID or just injuries this year. Uh, as I told you before, this guy's just a warrior. Um and he'll do all we well all he can to get on there on that field, and uh, it's good that he is able to play. Yes, absolutely. So, with that with that being said, let's also uh, talk about here. So, what do you think the Patriots need to do to beat Houston? I really think what they have to do is uh, they get off they got to get off to a fast start. It, uh, they have to get off to a fast start, you know. But I really think that their defense has to contain Deshaun Watson. Right, yeah. So this is kind of a similar game. I think if I had to pick a game plan for the Patriots, I think it's basically a similar game plan as last game against the Ravens. Uh, you're facing a really dynamic quarterback in Deshaun Watson. Um, but this guy in Watson, especially now with, there's going to be like no monsoon, 
that they're going to have to be facing. So, of course, you know, Watson's going to try to take his deep shots, which he normally does anyway. Um, you know, in that game last year against the Patriots, he played extremely well. Um, I, you know, that was one of the one of those games that was just kind of ugly, but the Pats were in it right at the end. Um, I know that some off, I think it was an onside kick or something, um, you know, the Patriots didn't get, but they're within reach despite the fact that, you know, they really shouldn't have been in the game. So um, I think it's going to be a close game like we've talked, like we kind of talked about early on. Um, but keep the Damian Harris uh, hype train going. Um, I think this guy's going to be uh, in for a big week this week. Um, I could definitely see a touchdown, um, and I could see another Cam Newton rush of a touchdown. I expect the Patriots to at least score in the low twenties. Um, they've been score. They've been at least scoring since Cam kind of since that Buffalo game. Um, you know, they they've been able to kind of score. You know, on better drives, you know, at least more effectively, I guess you could say. Um, and, uh, you know, Jacoby Mars has definitely helped Cam out. Um, and we'll have to kind of see if Julian Edelman is going to be coming back soon. That's going to be another – because if, if Myers is starting to kind of, you know, kind of be Cam's favorite target, you really think about Edelman, he's going to be kind of more of like your second, you know – I mean, he's, he should be Cam's number one receiver in Edelman. But, um, you know, in terms of the trust and stuff like that, you probably should give it to Myers at this point. Um, and then, you know, if Edelman could kind of get back to where he was, you know, just being Julian Edelman, I think it definitely could boost that receiving core. And um, hopefully Nikhil Harry could play on Sunday. I know he's questionable and get to Mir- get to Mir Burr involved too. So I just think if you're the Patriots, just keep your same kind of uh, game plan as last week on um, your defense. Uh, more plays. Um, I know he had a media today and he's, you know, be talking about, yeah, I kind of ask him in terms of availability. Seems like he's doing a lot better, so I hope he plays, especially they need him on Hawkins next week. Uh, J.C. Jackson, I hope he can uh, keep on making plays. Uh, and then the then to stop in the run. So, and in terms of the Texans, uh, you know, the Texans are going to have some turnovers on the Patriots. They're going to have to force guys a lot and merciless. Um, so, of course, the Patriots are kind of aware there, especially Bill Belichick knows. Um, and then, of course, they kind of need Deshaun to have a big game. Their only two wins that the, that the Texans have had is against the Jaguars. But with that being said, they've been a lot of close games against good teams. So, uh, of course, this is not going to be a pushover game, but I do think the Patriots are going to win. Um, if I was to put my prediction out now, I'm going to probably say 28-21. I'm going to say uh, 24-21 Patriots over the Texans. I think Nick Falk will kick another game-winning field goal. That's what I think. But I really think that if you look at it, I think that the Patriots are going to come into Houston looking to get back to 500, heading into their game next Sunday against the Cardinals, which I can't wait to watch that game when the Patriots return home after after this game on the road in Houston. So they're going to – they have two tough games coming up. For sure, yeah. I mean, they have, you know, between Lamar and Deshaun and Kyler – um, they got three really dynamic, quick quarterbacks that have great arms. I mean, I would say out of Murray and uh, Watson and Lamar, I mean, I, I would say Lamar probably doesn't have the best arm in terms of just his passing yet. I don't, I just don't think he's there yet. If he gets some weapons around on the outside, I, mean, I, I wish Marquise Brown might have been blossoming to the next level, but he hasn't. So I think that's definitely affected uh, Jackson with his, with his playmaking. On the outside, but uh, 
definitely Deshaun and uh, and Kyler have the it factor right now. So uh, this is definitely going to be a really quick couple weeks. Uh, quick, I would say, but also really tough couple weeks. But uh, I'm looking forward to Sunday, Laura. Um, thanks again for a great episode for those that joined in. And, uh, and we'll see. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, we'll talk to you on Tuesday for Low Run Friends, and then Patriots Talk will be the Friday after Thanksgiving. So for those Patriots fans that are listening, have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. You too. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you.